0: Now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube.
2: Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart
1: speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die.
0: Subscribe, like,
2: follow, and join in now.
1: Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
0: facebook twitter and instagram
2: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sports powered by fans right chris all right good evening everybody how the devil are you welcome along good evening good morning good afternoon good day goodbye yeah, wherever you are, after a day of Formula One, we're back with the football. Yeah, I thought it might feel better, but it doesn't, does it? <laughs> Not at all. Well, um, as they say in a pack show tonight, uh, do remember that this is question time, nine o'clock on Mondays. Uh, it's your show, basically. What I do is I kick the show off with one question, and then how whichever way the show sort of takes, wherever... Avenue it goes down it's down to you guys in the chat because you then ask the questions myself dave and um, and uh, Brad and his friend who are in the chat tonight will uh, will try and discuss them for you of course as long as they are sensible uh, before I start tonight, I do actually just want to take uh, two minutes of your time just to pass my condolences on to the family of the Blackpool fan who died after the Blackpool Burnley match this weekend uh, at the Blackpool uh, pub on the promenade not far from the ground. I spent two years uh, in Blackpool. Um, Yeah, Blackpool is Blackpool. It it, it is what it is. Um, I met my wife there. Apart from that, I've got good memories. And, you know, I, I didn't, it was never a dull moment, whether it was, yeah, down to the pleasure beach, and then getting getting thrown off the beach and having to go to the dodgems, or you know watching the Nolans on North Pier. I mean, you were never ever bored. If ever you sat there one night thinking, "What can I do tonight?" and do you know what, actually going out and doing the uh, doing the conga to Black Lace on the on Central Pier was a hell of a lot nicer than stopping in and watching Howard's Way. But look. I just on a serious topic here we don't want to see violence and we, it does seem to be creeping back into the game you know we're trying to get safe standing back and we don't know yet whether it was burnley fans or i mean it was it was on the promenade so whether you know the the moment they're not accusing anybody it could have been their own fans fighting amongst each other look football is a game nothing more Nothing less. Yes, we all get riled up about it. Yes, we shout and argue about it. Of course we do, because we're passionate about our teams. But let's just remember, it is just a game of football. We've just come out of two years, a ton of years of COVID, when we lost thousands and thousands of people. My condolences to his family. But let's just let's just remember what football is. Tonight, well... There's a couple of things I was going to talk about, but what I wanted to start by mentioning is two things. If you're new, please subscribe to the channel. Would we'll love you forever. Or I'll tell you what, if it's easier for you, subscribe to the channel and I won't love you forever. Uh, how about that? And Smash the likes button whether you subscribe or not. Both of those things are free. But for just $1.99 per calendar month, you can join and become a Lester Till I Die member on YouTube. We had... Uh, bronze, silver and gold Fox memberships, but of course we are in the middle of um, a price blowout I mean, nearly virtually in a recession so I basically I've merged them all together and it's now just the bronze price of $1.99 a month and you get a load of, you get discounts on merch you get a special membership of clubs, you can come on the shows have a look on it, $1.99 a month of your good English pounds, it is good value, and we're on TikTok. I've been on TikTok for a while, and there, I think people have been going on, on following me on Chris LTID, 4 which is my, my own account. And I posted one video to my own account December 2021, and I haven't done since uh, because I, I go on there to, uh, to, to watch Mark Goldbridge have meltdowns and what have you. Uh, but if you want to watch Leicester City or Leicester Till I Die content, that's where you find us, tiktok.com forward slash at ltid.tv. And you can see things like this. We, we, we all know, like I say, and I showed this sort of right at the start, and I, and I showed you before the game, but we all know that you had Ravinelli, uh, sorry, you had Janino in your pocket. Has, it, has, it, has that weighed you down over the years? Or is he still there?
1: <laughs> he he, he's over he's asleep now, you know, but I can, <laughs> up, I can wake him up if you want to have a have a word with him.
2: No, 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 oh. it's fine. Let, let let him sleep, bless him. Let all, him right, sleep. all right. Did you know? And if you want to see if you want to see me rant and lose it, Victor Christensen just over a month, and guess what? Training ground injury. Fuck off in hell's sake, Brendan Rodgers. What the fuck are you doing at that training ground? Jesus. You've got more victims than Harold Shipman. My God almighty. (laughs) And that's about the only one I've been able to broadcast so far. (laughs) Get over to TikTok. Or check out Lester Delight Eye Shorts on YouTube. We are there. So... That leads me very much into tonight's uh, uh, topic. Because like I say, I will ask the first question of my colleagues, then we will move on. And I was going to ask, having watched Bruno Fernandes' Antics at the weekend, he's hitting the chest, he goes down holding his face. That is cheating. I've said it and I'm blowing the face for saying it. It is cheating. But then again, I'm thinking... This is the Man United player. You know, we've had years of use of Ronaldo doing that. Should we really, maybe it's a Portuguese thing, but should we really be surprised by it? It's just the norm. So I thought, you know what, I can't be bothered to do it. So we won't be talking about that. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about after we've had a few hellos here. Um... Let's have a look here. Michael or David is in. Uh, get him out of the club at Rogers. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. Uh, Doug is in. Red Face is in. Uh, David is in. Uh, yeah, you're quite right, Doug. Uh I think if you fall into a relegation zone, Rodgers will be gone. I think, obviously, we do that We're down. I think you should go before. Good evening, Spencer. How are you? Uh, yep, nobody should go to a football game and not return. We've had that with, with our own Leicester fans. R.I.P. Uh, it's dangerous almost knowing if you're coming back alive or not. Pure disgusting. Uh, it is red face. Today was the first time in Rodgers' reign I have been Rodgers out. Welcome to the club. Like I say, my fence has just absolutely collapsed now. The gate between the two sides was of no help whatsoever. I I, I slammed it open the other day to get onto the Rogers outside of the fence, and it just collapsed on me. Uh, Zuki, mate, I got you. I got your um your, your message on Facebook. Sorry, mate. I did the Formula One watch along yesterday. It has been chaotic. Uh, I'm not sure, obviously, with your age, are you at school during the day? I'll try and send you a brief synopsis of what to do. Um, Nate is in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, I didn't see Madder's comments. What did Madders say? What did Madder say, boy? Um, I just think there's so many comments been coming out. Barnes, we thought he was taken off because he was shit. He was actually taken off because he was injured. And that is what we're going to be talking about tonight. hundred million pounds, £100 million pounds of your good English pennies have been spent on the training ground. And, you know, our men's team are 15th out of a possible 20. Our women's team are 12 out of possible 12. The under-21s are 10 out of 12. And under-8 teams are ninth in their division out of 12. What has that money gone on? Like I jokingly said earlier, and I know maybe you shouldn't joke about these things, but... Harold Shipman didn't have as many problems as as Leicester City at this new training ground. I mean, what the hell is going on? Well, two experts are going to come in and join me and discuss this with me. Uh, But that will be in about an hour and a half's time. So until then, he's back on Facebook. They allowed him on. He is. It's the man. It's, It's our version of Jim Davison. The man who you can find on ThreeHillsRadio.co.uk, even ThreeHillsRadio.co.uk, with his prog rock show, and let me say, it, if ever anybody epitomises a face made for radio, uh, say, hello, Dave.
1: Hello, Chris. You all right?
2: <laughs> I am. How I'm just. I'm just trying to survive here, and if I don't laugh. I'll cry. <laughs> How the devil oh. are you?
1: Uh recovering slowly, yeah uh, bad bad weekend all round.
2: Well, wasn't it just and you went, I, when, I, I did, believe.
1: I did, yeah. I was with I was with a good old Southampton mate of mine and we met my daughter, um and another Southampton lad who lives in Leatherhead. Met up, had a few beers and then pff, that I was I can't remember the rest, it was terrible. Um
2: <laughs> so I, I, I I I dodged a bullet 'cause we we, we usually go to that because, as you know it's only just down the down the road from me. And my son messaged me uh, and said, Dad, you know, we've not been able to get a ticket in the away end this season. Um, But we're members, but we're not. um, uh, I was waiting because he's not a member, so I was waiting to see if he could get a ticket. Anyway, we left it too late. They all went. He said, but I have been able to get a couple of seats in the um, home end, as in the Southampton end. He says, I'm going to take Loz, which is his his fiancée, Do you want to come with us? And I thought, do I want to spend all that money to watch pile of shit, and uh, and be in the middle of all the Southampton fans? And I, I said, no, not for me. Thank you very much. He said, well, I'm going. We're going to go anywhere. I said, well, you have a good time. Yes, Sean, how did that work out, mate? (laughs) And let's all come in. The man and his echo. He's here once again from Top 10 Battles. Let's welcome in Brad. Hello,
0: hello, 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 hello. Hello. can't tell if that's me or the echo, can you? (laughs) Which one
2: which one am I replying to? (laughs)
0: oh wow 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 it's a a (laughs) Walshy thing isn't
1: it he's here he's there he's he's every fucking (laughs) world
0: sorry to audio listeners that's all i'm saying
2: (laughs) it's a bit like junior lewis he's everywhere but we can't get rid of him though anyway Brad. good evening sir
0: yeah good evening gents how are we both
2: i'm well um and he's just stuck his thumb up which i presume means he's well <laughs> yeah do sign language do Obviously, not having right. on isn't helping brad but brad has he, he's gonna try and mute it uh when when we're not speaking to him but if, if you want to come on camera brad because they say it's not making any difference at all um told you bro uh let's have a look um is in um Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Evening, Chris and evening Zuki says, thank you. you're welcome. Somebody's cousin is in uh just yeah, for minutes is Dave Smith making an appearance? Yes he is he is it wouldn't be It wouldn't be the show without Dave. one of one of us has got to make me look handsome and then he's there. <laughs> sorry, mate so <laughs> right.
1: I'll put my alter ego in
2: <laughs> you can't do it that's an improvement. Good God, Dave. I can see why your wife married you now. Yeah, um, no. John actually did pop in on the, I think it was the Formula One show did on Sunday, um, mentioning and it, um Is he a Manchester United fan, John?
1: Oh, no, he's a serious Leicester fan.
2: Oh, is he? Oh, I yeah, apologise. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the problem with him is he was born in Hinckley.
2: Well, what can you say? Sorry, talking, of Inchley, talking of Hinckley, talking of Hinckley, Tripe and Onions is in. Um, Tuesday night's football in Stoke incoming next season. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, indeed. Um, oh, United fan Zuki, Hope it's just a blip. <laughs> I believe in Ten Hag as a fox. I have just become a Twitter blue, and as much, I had just put a Twitter out saying, "Is his new name Five Hag?" and this called <laughs> the six. Now thankfully when you've got Twitter blue, you've actually got thirty minutes in what you in in and you can change change your text. So I went on and, and amended it, but whoops, six talk now. Send. Bloody hell, seven talk now. Thank God. Oh my, when is this gonna end? Manchester United, whoa. Wasn't it good to see Gary Neville cry almost. Um, cheers, dog. I will do. Zuki, he says they're talking amongst themselves. Thank you. It's Dave. Kathy has let him out again. Nice <laughs> swear. Where hey. does she keep him? In she the, does as
1: uh, in... I'm told.
2: She doesn't get in the cellar then and just lets you out when you need babysitting <laughs> duties.
0: <laughs>
2: how is, how is Kathy's win section, by the way? Oh, they won. Did they?
1: Chichester Festival, mate. Yeah, they won it.
2: Well done, Cathy. Yeah. go go and take over Leicester City. We need, well, we need nice, to
1: have one, nice to have one winner in the family, isn't it? It
2: is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, glad to see our win section is holding up. Uh, Nate, <laughs> also said hello, um... Dave is in. Hello, Terry. Hi, Terry. Oh, it's 2-1 to Brentford. Come on, I need another goal. I've gone 2-2. Um... Mm. The man in his echo, indeed. Um... I'll
1: tell you what, joking aside, if you I watched the first half of this game and mm. they showed the total difference between what they are now and what Leicester are. You know, they've got commitment, they've got fight, they don't tippy-tappy around in the back four and have nowhere to go. They really want to win, want to play. Mm. Massive
2: difference. It seems to be, seems to be. Well, let's get on, because like I say, gentlemen, ladies and gentlefolk, what we're going to do is we're going to start with the first question, see how it goes, and then we'll move on from there with whatever you want to bring up in the chat. Um, let's bring Brad in, because he, he's been very, very quiet. I like this new Brad. <laughs> he's quiet. Uh, Brad, £100 million spent. What a waste of money.
0: The thing is, we've somehow made a training ground accessory become the Leicester equivalent of VAR. It's not It's not the training ground that's the disaster, that's the waste of money, because it's been voted one of the best around the world. So it doesn't get that and cause injuries. It's The, pro- the problem is, is with the people that run it, or the people that use it, should I say, it's... It's a hundred million that's being wasted, but not in the sense of the the training ground itself, but in the sense of the, the idiots that are using it, the intense training, the people that come up with the pitch planning, this, this bloody ridiculous one, extremely hard and intense ground, and this one that's really soft like a daisy ground. I don't get it. Someone would need to explain to me, but that's where it's all going wrong, and it's it is getting made a mockery of because we've got one of the best facilities and we've got more injuries than anybody.
2: I mean, Dave, I mean, I jokingly joke, jokingly joked with Brad <laughs> when we first signed Christiansen about how long it would be before he would be on the injury list.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and, and let's be honest with you, I've just been proved right. Uh, it is, I mean, somebody surely... I mean, I I get injuries are part of the game, right? And if if Barnes got injured in that first half, he was doing his job. It comes with it. But how many injuries are we seeing that are occurring or even reoccurring on this training pitch? training pitches at Seagrave.
1: Well, I'm not convinced Madders is fit. Um, I'm not convinced a lot of them are fully hundred percent fit. I don't get that dry, hard pitch, everything else either, because the pitches are watered constantly where everybody slips over. So why train on a hard pitch? I don't get that. Apparently, I mean, and this was
2: this was according to, to Rob Tanner from The Athletic, and let's be honest with you, you know, he's been there. I haven't, oh. you know, but he said to me in an interview I did with him that, there are pitches because Jamie Vardy likes a hard pitch to train on and Johnny Evans, because of his injuries and what have you prefers a soft pitch to train on. Now, I'm only, as I say, I don't know. I've not read it anywhere. I'm only going off what was said. And as uh, I'll be bringing up the tweet that that Doug very kindly sent me in a bit um, to talk about uh, Madison, but you know, people, you know, they come and they must look at it and go, wow, what a great facility. But it's like having, you know, it's like fur coat no knickers, isn't it? Do you remember that phrase? You know, yeah. you see people walking around with a fur coat on, but they could not afford the knickers underneath. And it's a bit like that at Leicester now at the moment. We've got this amazing training ground, but all we do is injure people on it.
1: Well, I don't. As I say, I don't think the uh, Harry Maguire training ground is to blame for it. As, as Brad says, I think it's the people that are preparing the pitches or yeah. whatever they're doing or the training yeah. regime. I, mean, I remember a few years ago this happened, and oh, John Rudkin got all the blame for it for some reason. I don't know what he, why he was involved. And in, he seems to be involved in everything. But um, we sacked the um, physio, didn't we? A few years, five years ago, was it? David Rennie. David Rennie, yeah. David Rennie, yeah. yeah. And and it started going wrong from there onwards. So, you know,
2: I mean. I mean, Brad, everybody says, well, it's not just Leicester. Every team's, you know, struggling. But I don't give a fuck about other teams. (laughs) I'm just concerned about Leicester and how we can't stay injury free. I mean, that, I don't know, I'm going back now. When we won the Premier League, and I know we've got older players than that now, but players, we, we don't think we had any injuries.
0: Sorry, what was that last bit, mate? So we, we never used to have any Well, we didn't
2: have many injuries
0: that season. Yeah. Um the, the the problem is you have to look at it at a whole scale because you can't account for a player and I've said this and I and I know I know we're gonna mention it and I, I'm pretty sure I know what tweet it is you're on about that the dogs probably sent you across about Madison. But I've said this numerous times about Madison. And I think the same with Ricardo Pereira. You can't account for a player that just is injury prone and and it just has a niggly injury that won't go away. The ones that concern me and should be concerning Leicester more than they seem to be doing is the tight groin injuries, the hamstring injuries. They usually come from being overworked. So I don't think it matters if they're playing on bloody sponge or if they're playing on rock hard soil it doesn't seem to matter them injuries come from being overused and 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 too intense training so the clue stares them in the face and it's like it's got an invisibility control over it it makes no sense to me that's the most concerning thing to me right if you play the game and you're thinking "Hmm, we train really hard and we keep getting difficult injuries this is what happens to other clubs because they take the same approach every club that's struggling with these type of players that you know, you can have an injury season, say you have an unlucky one. If someone has like a, you know, like French Voldemort injury done to them or a James Justin, they're horrible. They can't be helped. But when you see them players constantly, it feels like uh, there isn't a day that goes by that someone hasn't got a two to four week injury. They're the basics of looking at where they start. They walk into the training ground. They train intensely. For three hours. Maybe we should trim that down. No, it just seems like the basics is just unfolding, and I don't understand it. I don't understand how it's being made out like it's a krypton factor to figure out how to fix the problems.
2: Breaking news, literally, breaking news as we are live on air. We have a manager sacking.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Jon Shua the manager of Brighton WSL team. But I got all excited for a minute then when I saw manager sacked. Um, sorry, guys, had to do it. Uh, but, yeah, he, he is now gone. Look, Dave, I mean, let me look at three players. It's a good point that uh, – and I'm not – you know, you, you do get players that are persistently seem to be injured. You know, sick notes, um, uh, you know <laughs> – Darren Anderton, he was the prime sick note. He had more you know, more games on the, be, uh, on the tech, uh, injury table than he did on the pitch. But, you know, you look at us, Vardy. I would expect Vardy to take longer to get over injuries now because he's getting older. And as I know if I cut my finger now, it seems to take a week and a bit to heal. Not like when I was sort of, you know, sprightly age like Doug and it, it took a couple of days. Uh, Evans, age again. You know, Ricardo. Um, it, it might be that say he's he's turning into a sick note, but then you got things like Christensen. He's nineteen. He's younger than Thomas. You oh. know, so that you he can't. He's not a sick note. He's not a, um, a an old player. He's a young player. So it's got to be down to the training, and this has been going on for a few seasons now. Okay. So surely somebody somewhere at Leicester. And tops over in Thailand a lot of the time. But surely, I know she's not got any balls because she's a woman, but Susan Whelan, what are you doing? What do you do every day when you go into that club? Because you can't be sat there thinking, oh, God, another injury. Ah, well, it's, it's injury that happens, doesn't it, eh? Oh, yeah. no, Somebody's going to be looking at it and saying, what the fuck's going on? I
1: think it's you're right, it's happening too often. But also, that intensive training isn't making us any better. So it's not as if it's working. So, you would think they'd review the training methods um they had a month or two off at Christmas. Time to sort that out okay unfortunately we unfortunately, we went on a good run before Christmas, so I assume everybody was comfortable um but they should have seen the big picture and the fact we're not performing like we should be you know we we're bottom off the table. I mean you know we should be in the top six or seven and and you know, forget all this stuff that i know i'm one of those that says well you know you can't remember when we were shit well yeah that was saturday yeah
2: exactly uh, <laughs> exactly I um, say that. so it. the
1: training is not working so what <clears> we're doing is picking up injuries but not getting the effect of it Pereira, Pereira, ricardo he, he sort of he was fine for a while wasn't he and then he suddenly started getting these knocks And then he couldn't get over it. And that's what makes me think the medical staff are wrong because either he came back too soon or they haven't treated it properly or I don't know, but these guys are serious professionals and you hope that they don't fuck it up like that. You really do because they're not, I mean, they're they're not just a your old physio with a sponge. They're serious medical people and they should be advising the coaching staff that hey guys this is wrong you're putting too much strain on the muscles
2: before i go to brad um you, you're like me you you grew up we've watched football in the 70s when it was played on mud baths and you, you know you couldn't get any speed up and the tackles would go in and players would just turn around stick two fingers up at the opposite the opposition get up and carry on playing now you know, you touch them in the chest if you're Fernandez, Fernandes, you go down holding your head. I don't know how big his head is. Well, obviously bigger than even he thinks it is. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, if, if players, if this was happening back then, we'd, we'd, be, we'd be having games cancelled all the time. I mean, you know the
1: difference, Chris? Is I, I saw, I didn't see it today, but I saw it on the news tonight. Who's that referee that goes in Sky News and does the... You know, the Monday morning show.
2: Oh, I know. I, I can see yeah, it
1: Anyway, no, he you actually don't. said that Fernandez. it was a sensible decision not to send him off or book him. I'd have had him straight off without even getting the card out. I mean, it, if we'd have touched a referee or a linesman, okay, it was just, it was a push. But I, if we'd have touched anybody like that, you would straight off. And now they seem to accept that. And as you say, cheats. They we,
2: cheating we'll come on to that actually jump to that in a second because that is a good point because I wasn't going to mention Fernandes but I did so I'm stuck yeah. with it now. Brad last point on this question um is it whatever happens at the club when it comes to the football side it where it's you know the team the squad the fitness the training it all comes to one person and that is Brendan Rodgers. The training is done under his rules, because he's the team manager. Uh, players coming back will have to sort of say to him, yeah, I'm fit or I'm not fit. So I can't see. Yeah, you could say that the people above him, like, say, Susan Whelan, uh, Rudkin, uh, Top and all these should be looking at and going like, what the fuck's going on? Um, but... It, it, I can't see it going the actual responsibility for everything going anywhere else than landing at t- Brendan's
0: door yeah because ultimately he's the one that asks to hire the staff that do the training mm. um, you know he's you know we, we we also forget that not all managers are hands on I know we see Brendan out there sometimes but you should be. at the end of
2: the day it's his job that's on the line
0: yeah, of course. And, 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 and that's the thing. When you're one or two types of manager, if you're the one that sits in the office, does all that, goes out there on a Thursday to do the match planning, and that's when they get involved, it's just unfortunate football's taken a change. And whether you like these changes or not, there are changes in footballs. You haven't got to roll your sleeves up, tackle you, and get up and say, I'm going to tackle you just as hard, if not harder. I'm going to. Make sure you come off this pitch worse sort of attitude. It's the same with the managers; they don't roll the season. Not, they're not allowed to shout at them anymore, not unless they're managing Man City or Man, you know Liverpool and that, and get away with it. It's great entertainment for Sky. No one gives a rat's arse if you know if if one of their managers do it. But it's all changed, hasn't it? The old approach to the game has changed, and and the thing is, the book just gets passed. We know it with Brendan as well. Mm. You know he he's he's a clever man to get a job at this level you have to be careful with the answers you give when it's not going well for you to keep your job and he's clearly doing that, to them. Like, that, that i mean so i would I'd be completely one hundred billion percent miffed if without us being able to know that that they haven't asked brendan what, what what's causing the injuries because it would absolutely that that then would look worse on the club because you're thinking well who's not doing their job properly then. Who well, wasn't at least raising the question?
2: That opens the question because you've got um, uh, you've you've got. Let me just mute you again, mate. Mm. Um, it raises raises the question, uh, Dave. That why isn't anybody looking at it? And you 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 as as Brad said, and we know from the summer. That they don't talk because Brendan was happily going about his business. And I, I gave Brendan some, some sort of leeway for this, but he was readily going about his business trying to bring players in. And Top just didn't tell him, sorry, don't bother wasting your time. We've got no money. So maybe Top is not talking. Or if he's that busy looking after King Power because of the COVID situation, I would understand that. Why hasn't he got his brother? Who is a uh, vice chairman to go in and do it and say, Oh, just kind of a, a, a word in your ear, Brendan. We haven't got any money. Uh, so you better not start, you know, start looking at players because there's obviously no communication there. So obviously they're not talking.
1: Or well, what if Brendan realized that it was going to be a difficult season and needed an excuse in his back pocket? What if, um, I mean, if he failed, if he didn't keep us up or it went wrong, then it's the board's fault. Now, if you want another job, and if you get sacked, you get a big payout, but you'll get another job because you just say, well, the board wouldn't back me or couldn't back me. Perfect get out.
2: But he, he never he, used that. In fairness to him, he never used that excuse. No. He
1: That's even better. Because when he goes for the interview at Chelsea... They'll say, well, of course, publicly I didn't say this because I didn't want to upset the club or the supporters, but this is what really happened. That's how it works, mate. You know, you, you keep your quiet, um, and um, everyone thinks you're wonderful because you're discreet. You come out and say it, then uh, no club wants
2: you. Yeah. No, that's 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 uh, a that's a fair fair point. Fair point. Um, I just say hello
1: to Ed as well. I think's watching. He's a Saints fan, so you might ban him.
2: Aid, Ed, Ed. Oh yeah, I saw his comment go up. Uh, Ed, how soon we forget nine 0 Basically, what we're doing, Ed, is <laughs> we're letting you slowly get your. Those goals back, but just a game at the time. Um, and I still think you're in, you're below us in the league. But yeah, just remember, mate, nine not only nine nil once, but <laughs> nine nil twice. Oh man, I mean that that isn't that's just the first time. Yeah, shit happens. Look at United at the weekend. Second time, yeah, is a bit shit, isn't it? Then again, yeah. mate, you des- you deserved it on Saturday. Fair enough, fair play to you. Uh, we didn't take our chances. You had one chance. You took it. When That's we don't important. have a shot on goal all game, mate, how the hell are we ever going to win a game? So fair play to fair play to the Saints. Fair play to the Saints. Um, let's let's go back to this before we move on to Madison. Let's go back to uh, and I mentioned it and Doug's mentioned it here as well. Bruno Fernandez should have been sent off yesterday. He pushed the yeah. lineman. Let Let me ask this question, Dave. Sh- not only did he push the linesman, and let's face it with you, you know we all remembered it was it Decanio that pushed the referee. Okay. okay, the referee did a bit of a, a, okay. a Decanio and went arse over tit a couple of times to to to, to get it effective before he went down. But yet you shouldn't, you should not touch the linesman. You should not touch the um, the referee. But also no. you should not cheat and go down holding your face when you've been pushed in the chest. Because yeah. you are trying to get a your fellow professional sent off. Maybe it's a Portuguese thing because we know Ronaldo was good at it. Maybe mm-hmm. Portuguese players like doing it. Um, but it, but we've got the <laughs> we've got this fucking thing called VAR. Why is it being used to look at these things? Whether it was for that incident or whether it was for the pushing the referee and say, "Nana," because I've said this and I'm blue in the face with fed up with saying this. If we started retrospectively dishing out yellow and red cards, managers would soon be pissed off with losing their players for play acting, for diving, for pushing referees, for feigning injuries, and they'd be selling them to stop it. If Bruno suddenly said, yeah. Right, if somebody gave Bruno a red card now and said, Look, you know, you, 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 la- you cheated, you cheated, which is against the rules of the game and against gentlemanly conduct, where you cheated. Oh, and you also pushed an official, we're going to give you a red card. Oh, you're going to miss three games. Ken is going to be absolutely fuming. He'd have Ruddy Fernandez in his thing, in his office the next morning, saying, "Get your fucking act together."
1: It wasn't only that, was it? He he kicked out at a an opponent when he was running through. Now, fortunately, he didn't quite catch him, but it was just a petulant kick, and he'd made a tackle before that as well. Um, and um, you know, there's four yellow cards there at least. If not yeah. one red, uh, but it's a Man United player. I mean, we've said it so many times that the top pl- teams allegedly their players get treated differently. But also the rules are wrong because there is an anomaly where if you commit an offence, and I think it happened tonight in the game, uh, and it's not out, it, not inside the box, it's not a red card, and they can't look at it. But if it happens in the box and the referee gives a penalty, they can look back on a uh, red card. So how does that work? You do the same thing. It just happens to be two yards outside
2: the box. Because they're protecting the well, bigger clubs, I just, think, just, aren't just, they? Just, you just know, um, I mean, Brad, it's got it's got to be used, hasn't it? Because we're getting fed up with all the cheating and it always seems to be the the same players that are cheating. You know, Fernandes is one of those players you just want to go up and smash in the face before you even know what it is like. Cool. And I, mean, I watch, Funny enough, I watched last night because uh, yeah, I clicked on it on YouTube, and I, I, always end up going down these YouTube rabbit holes. And three hours later, four o'clock in the morning, it's like, "What the video?" And I'm watching, you know, some canal boat on the uh, <laughs> on the Norfolk Broads <laughs> or something. But Brad, I actually clicked on it. It said the night Leicester City won the Premier League, and it was showing the um, uh, showing the Chelsea Tottenham game. Uh, obviously the night we won the Premier League. And I forget who the referee was now. Clattenburg, wasn't it? Clattenburg. And you can see he booked 10 people there. 10 players got booked that night. I think seven of them were Spurs. Um, But he has admitted since that he wasn't determined not to send a player off because he did not want Spurs blaming him for not winning the Premier League. And he felt, you know, that's what would happen. But we've got the facilities, Brad. This should be
0: used. It's almost like we've discussed this four billion times. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I I did not really watch much of the Liverpool game. I don't even know the incident you guys are talking about. I've never been one to really care unless it's Leicester playing, to be honest with you. I, I can watch a game. I mean, I admitted to my mate yesterday, I actually said I actually ended up putting it on just because it was getting so hilariously out of control um that i put it on but i didn't see Look, what i'm
2: saying is well okay not just man united but any players from any club should these things should be looked at retrospectively
0: yeah of course they should but we've said the solution when we've discussed the other referee in the game and that's the virtual assistant referee mm. you just need to mark the refs up it's not hard it's not we're not stuck in the cave band days so we don't have a clue right? Clue is in the question. What, how, what would stop these players shouting and accusing referees of cheating and saying, oh, you're, you're doing this because you're, you're this and that? Well, if the referee's got the evidence and can hear it and we know that's what's being said, these players don't say it. Why Why do you think rugby players are a lot more more well behaved on the pitch?
2: But I don't think Mike in the referee would stop Bruno Fernandes Um, holding his face if he got pushed in the chest or Mike and the (coughs) ref and linesman wouldn't still stop him pushing one of them
0: The, the problem is it's the pathetic theatrics that everybody has the biggest problem with because He's not cheat. He's cheating in the in the way he goes down, and, and the fact he makes such a big deal of it that is pathetic. It's sad, but we know unfortunately that's what they're told to do from a young age these days, and it's sad and pathetic and worrying that, that they're actually taught to be like that. The thing is, the misconstruction is he pushed him, whether it was light or not. No matter how dramatic his reaction is, it'll be looked upon that well, we did make contact with him. Not enough, whether you know, then it's it's analyzed and screw it lies to detail. The play action is the pathetic part that we're all really frustrated when it comes to a thing like that. I'm only going off how you guys are making it sound to me anyway, because I, like I said, I genuinely haven't seen the incident. Um, but I've, I've not liked it when some of our players have gone down like that, so I can kind of hazard a guess. And I, I would look at it and go, Well, just don't be fooled as a referee, train them better to not be fooled look yeah. at an instant and use that brain cell that common sense part of your brain and go yeah he did push him but not enough to send some floor get up play on essentially yeah. man you don't have to have to defend something with 10 men so... but then Brady, sorry dave i mean dave, sorry. sorry if we do that which is saying
2: and and it's a it's a fair point like come on you know there's only a little push don't you know don't be theatrical over it but at what point does it stop because they say well you know, he set the president now. The president's been set that you can push a linesman and get away with it. Doesn't matter how hard. If I if I go out and punch somebody in the face, if I punch a policeman in the face, go out tonight, it doesn't matter, oh, it was only a little tap. I punched him in the face. <laughs> but you know, there does seem to be one rule for the general public and one rule when you're on the football pitch. Mike just raise nice. up. You you yeah, you you're right, you can hear what they're saying, but it doesn't matter, you need somebody looking at it and going, Well, whether you call it out or not, what he did was wrong. He cheated and he pushed a linesman. Therefore, he's being dealt with, whether the referees picked it up or not. Because I tell you one thing, the referees would soon pick it up when they're being seen not to pick on these um on these decisions. And also, like I say, man you know, managers would soon clamp down on it as well.
1: There's no common law about it or rule. It's the fact that some referees don't like being touched. Others don't really care. You see lots of players touching referees on the shoulder or, you know, just like this. And, and that's, that's, I guess, sort of almost friendly. But his wasn't. No. He did it He did it petulantly. And it's the petulance that we all hate. And the fact, he's such an arrogant twat as well.
2: Would, um, would... Let me, him off let me ask you this, uh, Dave. Would, um, would James Madison have been sent off if he'd done it?
1: Well, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. exactly. it's booked for just nothing half the time.
2: Liverpool, no disrespect, uh, Doug. Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Man City, Newcastle will be up there in a few months as well. Spurs, Arsenal, they are all just... There's one rule for the rest of us and one rule for them. Um, and I just think... Something idea. needs to be done. We've got we've got this thing called VAR that's fucking crap at what it's supposed to do. So let's let it do something that it's good at, and that is picking up cheating, diving, fouls, because none of us want to watch it. Next season, allegedly, it's going to be coming in that that we're going to see ninety minutes of football or as near as damn it, like we did in the World Cup. That what they did there was like the ten minutes injury time at the end. So maybe that will help it. Maybe that will bring it into the realms of, like, shit, sure, I better not go down. It's only going to get added on at the time. We'll, well, see, we'll see.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Chris, I mean, just, just on that, I mean, that, that, that would end up getting the job done because look how it annoyed the players... I mean, like I said, I didn't really watch it in any of the World Cup, but I know that it was like 14 minutes, 12 minutes, ridiculous minutes like that because they were trying to get the the referees were doing, funny enough, what we always suggest, which is they stop the clock and then they go, okay, that's what they're adding it on instead. What what, what would you do in this sport? You know, and the players got sick of it. Because that, that's the only reason the time started getting back to normal with its stoppage times, because the players got sick of playing an extra 12 minutes. Like It doesn't matter. We'll get on with it. it. It's funny how the simplest solutions sometimes are the right one, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is. And in fairness, um, we pay for 90 minutes of football. If I go and watch Leicester, I don't go to watch 60 minutes of the game and 30 minutes of the opposition players or even Leicester players, let's be fair, rolling around on the floor, feigning injury. If you're in and let's be honest, let's not forget Corne at Burnley. What a cheat he was. He's now where is he now West Ham. When he was fouled, he was actually ended up off the pitch and he asked him shuffled over back onto the pitch so that the game could end. As a fan, that pisses me off because he's wasting time that I've paid to watch. If I'm only going to watch 60 minutes, maybe we should do a new system, Dave, where we pay for whatever we watch. So at the end of the game, you, know, you take your season ticket or, or your ticket and it's charged or refunded. But if you've had 90 minutes worth of actual football, that's fine. If you've only played 75 minutes, then I get a, a, a six of that back.
1: How does that work with the guys that leave 10 minutes before the end?
2: Well, that's up to them. Do you know what I mean? But that's that's a separate argument.
1: Brad's right, what he said. But the only way that will work is if you have an on-display clock. Because you don't know what the referee adds on.
0: Yeah, but every, every ground in the Premier League, Contractually has two screens in the stadium, so they show a clock that runs alongside the officials. Otherwise, we'd be wondering why officials are blowing up for full time. But the big clock on her, on her showing the score and the highlights is saying 87 minutes, yeah. And you know, so it, it, it has one in there and they have the ability to do it. So it's not again, it's nothing new, and they're making it sound like it's the newest thing ever to fix. I no, didn't yeah.
2: realise, and I don't know whether this is true or not, but I read somewhere midweek, and I'll say hi to Nippon who's popped in. Um, do you know, I I thought it was the referee. He's got his watch in his hand or on him, and he presses the stop button when he wants to break in play. But apparently it's the fourth official who actually finally decides how many minutes of injury time is going to be on. Now, I don't know how true that is. But that's what I've heard. That You know, it's the fourth official that decides. So He's all that it, fourth official's got to do is be in control of a clock, as you said, Dave, that's on the thing. Like basketball. I think it's basketball, isn't it, where they've got the time up and the clock stops. And netball. And netball. American football, I'm not sure if they do it in that. Um, I have no idea what they do in that. No, <laughs> but... I, know, I have absolutely no idea, but yeah, it, it's not exactly. It, it's not exactly. We're talking about technology that was probably available twenty years ago. It's very easy for somebody for that. That you know, we've got there so many officials. One of them can go. Oh, I'm going to press that button and stop the game for a few minutes, whether they do you know, or
1: not. But you've got a VAR. Yeah. You've got an assistant VAR. Yeah. You've got these teammates and everything else. You know, you've got. Probably ten officials per match, yeah, and not one can keep the time properly,
2: yeah, want we'll to move on now to the next topic, which was brought up, I think by Nate right at the beginning, uh, and uh, I got that through. thank you very much doug the less this this is what rob uh, Rob Tanner said in the athletic, and um I get on with Rob Tanner he's been on the show a couple of times, he's a lovely guy now if you know if you don't. If you do not subscribe to the Athletic, and I'm not going to do a big advert here for the Athletic because obviously they don't pay me, but it's a pound a month. You get four months at a pound a month. I then went to cancel because it was going to go up to seven ninety nine. I thought that was a little bit too much. And then they said, "Oh, please don't cancel. You can have it for twelve months for a pound a month." I went, oh, well, all right then. <laughs> the old threatening to cancel thing. It it is, and it's not just about Leicester. Obviously, it's about every single club. But the guys that write for those papers are good journalists. Rob Tanner, he's followed Leicester all his life. He's worked for the BBC Radio Leicester. He's worked for the Leicester Mercury. He knows what he's talking about. And I tell you something, I would probably trust him as well as much as um, Mr. R- uh, Fabrizio Romano. So. He does write a good story. It is worth following for a pound a month if you don't do it already. But basically what his, his headline was, this Leicester side buckle under the slightest pressure and it could spell doom. I just want to read, pick up a couple of things uh, that he said. Uh, a shocking midweek home makes it to, uh, to Brighton at the FA Cup uh, on the back of abject performance against Arsenal. Uh Brendan Rodgers admitted it was worrying how much better Rovers had been. Um, in the build-up to a crucial class with Rockbottom Southampton, who started the day with the worst home record of any side in all top four English divisions, Defender Vout Fays called it a must-win game. Well, they didn't win, and everyone should be worried, not just Rogers, because Leicester are well and truly enriched in the relegation dogfight and are displaying the attributes of a t- team ripe for the drop. Um, Rodgers is losing personnel at a key period at an alarming rate. Uh, on the back of Tillemans being ruled out for six weeks after landing awkwardly and twisting his ankle against Arsenal, Rodgers confirmed promising young defender Victor Christensen has twisted his ankle in training and would be sidelined for a month. Then Harvey Barnes limped up with an ankle injury caused by fouling James Ward-Prowse. The, t- <laughs> the treatment room at Leicester is once again like a scene from MASH. Those of us of a certain age will remember what that was. Um, and he just go, he goes on like that, and he, he looks at some of the individual players. But then, and uh, I do thank um, Doug for this, this is what Madison came up and said in reply to him. Rubbish. Watch and analyse the game properly and stop writing headlines like that, which you know makes fans pile on with negativity. Play like that and will be absolutely fine created numerous brilliant chances and win comfortably on another day. I've got to say, James, I mean, I know he would never come on here, obviously, because he's not allowed to, but James Madison, when is that day coming? I'm 62. I've probably only got another 20 years maximum in me. Is that day going to come before I pop my clogs? Because the way it's going, I don't need Rob Tanner to tell me you lot of shit I can see you lot of shit because fans, believe it or not, James Madison, we do have brains. We do have eyes. We can make our own judgments. And the judgment call at the moment is you are shit. Brad, I'll come to you first with this one. He's out of order, isn't he, matters.
0: I mean, he is in fact that he's gone a bit two in on it he he really has not really let 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 the pressure cooker cool down first because madison's always been very passionate and outspoken that's never been a mystery with with madison um he's always come on the defensive for the club when he's felt the need to um it's why we all admire him so much, not just what he does on a football pitch, but what he can be like as a person. We all think he's he's a credit in front of the media, the way he, he, he does his press conferences, and, and that people love him for that side of him as well. He could argue it's a bit of overpassion, uh, and he's kind of reacted when he maybe should have just just read it and just, just not bit or just left it there. Um, But he... he you know, from Madison's point of perspective, he is going to think he's he's done that with the greatest intentions. He's probably not so chirping about it now. If he's got a bit of backlash from it, I don't know. I, I just, I did see it myself, that tweet, and I, I, I saw both sides of it. I think he's gone in a bit too harsh on Rob Tanner there because he's only the voice of the people. He's that connection line between the boardroom and, 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 And the fans, in a way, isn't he? Because I had a sort of respect to journalists that they know fans really appreciate and and listen to what they, they, they say and have their opinions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.
2: Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with mutt delivery. You in order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply.
0: See McDonald's.com. Because nine times out of ten, he's thinking the same as fans, let's be honest. And then don't look at Madison's side of it. It's, it's you probably shouldn't probably you shouldn't have done anything you should have left it in, well uh, unsaid he shouldn't have said anything because you can't defend it when you've just lost the bottom of the league there's really nothing you can try and justify that everything's going hunky-dory mate i'm sorry james but that was a bad pr stunt My, uh, uh, dave
2: i actually put a tweet out <laughs> <laughs> We've got in family infighting here. What's going on? <laughs> I have. I put a tweet out, and I went and I said, "No respect." I, I get on well with a couple of Southampton fans off the match day vlogs, and we both. I went onto their show uh, just before on Friday night on a preview, and you know we were both. They were worried, but they couldn't believe I was worried. And I said, "You've obviously not watched Leicester this season." It, it's. They were the worst team in the league before we kicked off on Saturday, yeah. and yet they've done the double over us yeah. look they said well, there they have they will have the worst home record of any team in all four divisions we lost to Everton, who had only won, won once away last season and yet them came to the King Power and beat us as well I, and I just say I just did not there's something not right, and I think James Madison coming out. When players start falling out with the press, to me it says something worse is going on.
1: Well, I yeah, I, I do I don't think we lost to Everton, though. we haven't played them yet. We beat them away. No, that we, was really? last
2: season. Sorry, that was oh, last, sorry, last season. Oh, okay. Yeah, at the end of um, last season, yeah. one won away. Then yeah, they came right. to us at the yeah. end of the season and they, they beat do. us. Yeah.
1: Um, I think Madison was probably doing it as captain. He takes it quite seriously. I think he was misguided. I think he's overrating the game. But then when I saw Brendan Rodgers' comments, I thought, shit, was I at the same game? Because I just felt deflated. I felt embarrassed. Um, I felt the lack of effort was out there. Lack of anything. Passion, call it what you like. I mean, I can't explain how the fans were. They were furious. And, and unfortunately, I got stuck next to the guy who I think was at the Brighton game behind us as well. And it, it was obscene. I mean, he should not he should have been escorted out. Um, and a lot of young supporters that were pissed and just, you know, I think just go for the crack. But I just wanted to sit there and not just sit there and just, I was numb. It was that bad. Yeah, if we'd have scored the chances, we'd have won. But I still thought... You know that would have been three probably good moments in ninety odd minutes of rubbish. Uh, Ine Acho, I don't know Brad was rating him before, but he's had shockers in the last two or three games um, at Arsenal. He always he made all the wrong decisions against um, yeah um, against um, Southampton on Saturday. He just he looked a shell of what he. We know he
2: can do, um, but I mean, I mean, Brad That's with Colecty, and I know you're a big, obviously Colecty fan, as am I. Uh, obviously, John, <laughs> he does have a point there. But look, against Man United, other f- you know, if David if David Ayer had had a game against Leicester like he had against Liverpool, Colecty would have got all those attempts past him. Uh, But he was the outstanding player on the day. But yes, you know, on Saturday, it was just an abject display by everybody.
0: Yeah, but even I said in my post-match, he was like he had his acting body moment. He missed some right-sitters, I'm afraid. Uh, I can defend him against Manchester United because I agree and I said the same. And the other day, he probably put them two chances away against Manu. And De Gea decides to actually be a competent goalkeeper. It's not much we can do um, but also then he should have put a couple of them chances away at least a minimum we should have been tuning up and that could have changed the whole thing and that's that's the thing we're going to have to accept that an informant younger Vardy, puts them away we know that but we we've got so accustomed to that that we're going to get used to a stinker performance from Ian Accio. Cause he's not really changed has he you know i brought it up on the post match, you know anyone remember that man city game when vincent company scored that won the stride to beat us and he missed the goal completely with the chance to that would have ultimately won League the league with the way the, play, the points played out after that game but yeah it's just going to happen with being actually we kind of have to accept it the worst thing we can do now is drop it because you. I'm to, uh,
2: got no, I'm not saying we No, but it. I'm saying
0: those that, like, those that didn't like the performance, I understand why, but don't, don't, don't think we need to be dropping.
2: No, no, not at all. I agree. Um, so the confidence
1: just dropped from about 65 minutes. You could see, Nia head went, and everybody else's head started to go. the The legs got heavy. They just didn't want to be on that pitch, and I tell you, it didn't help by the attitude of a lot of the supporters the Rogers out shouting started at about 60 minutes and it was you know I I hated it you know I'm not a great fan of him now I think he should have gone ages ago but I hated that that is not going to keep us up that is going to get us relegated and the fans say well we want the players to do it but there is no reason to do it during the 90 minutes do it after the game if you want to
2: but, yeah but after the game okay let's, let's, let's go on to that point then it's a fair yeah, point I, I, you know whether i agree with booing or whatever but at the end of the day if they did it at the 90 minutes rogers is in the uh in, in in the changing room top if he's there is, is in his, his little cubby having his glass of wine with the opposite chair opposite you know chairman and owner who's going to you know the. They're not going to be reporting it on the news that there was, there was chanting or booing because the game's over. No, uh, when have the got, game have got the right to do that. Now, do you honestly yeah. think that if the crowd got behind this shower of shit that we are now watching, that it would make them play better? Well, no. I don't think it would
1: make them play any worse, which, which booing
2: no, would. No, it would make them any worse, but that, what they play out, they are playing to however Brendan Rodgers tells them to play. Yeah. Um, but... They, they they don't go out, and I'm not saying that the players go out for any match and go, you know what, I can't be asked today, I'm not going to give it 100%. Of course, they don't. But we also know we can't sack 15 players, but we can sack one manager. Same yeah. for every single club. It's always the manager that goes, no matter how shit the players are. Um, you know, you, they say you can't polish a turd. Well, I'm sorry, you're getting paid so many million a year to try and polish it. But... They've got the right to sort of shout for Rodgers out. They've got the right to boo. I think it was only, was it only Madison that went over to the crowd at the end to applaud? Well, I don't blame him. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. No. I don't blame him because the abuse that
1: was coming from the crowd was, was offensive. Good,
2: good, no, well, good. Maybe then no. they'll understand, and maybe they'll go in and say, Oi, boss, they don't like the way we play. Oh, we heard them booing. What are we going to do about it?
1: Or maybe they won't want to play next week.
2: Well, they can't Chelsea play. Well, yeah, to get the youngsters, and they can't do any well, worse.
1: That's another argument. Where were they? I haven't seen any youngsters on the bench well, or anything.
2: According to this, they're, they're they're tenth and ninth in their respective well, leagues. Yeah,
1: but there's Brad. two or three of the lads that could play, aren't there? Yeah, Brad. Yeah,
2: what's, what, what's your thought? We I mean, well, we know we know. In fairness, Dave, that Brendan would probably get roasted if he introduces them into a relegation fight. But well, Brad, they've got the right to boo. They've got the right to let the players know how they feel. If the players can't take it. Or
0: go home and get the mummy to change the nappies i mean people say i understand dave's point to a degree but dave i would i would actually argue that the fans do support them for 90 minutes yeah. it's not the players that are usually frustrated with that they they, they they voice their frustrations at that, that full-time whistle um you know because they're not getting matched for what they're giving You know i know the players have a you know we all have our different roles with with this lovely sport of football but at the end of the day it does regardless of the price whether it's three pounds thirty pound or fifty pound or more that you're paying for a ticket it's disgusting the same price that prices can get for it take that out of the factor right if you go to cheer somebody on right and you're cheering on a team right you want them to perform we've always said on this channel and chris will back me up on this and we've always said um especially when we've played higher opposition that if leicester put the effort in we can forgive the defeat right and it's when it's it's when we don't see the effort right We we were we would have still been angry and annoyed at losing to southampton but it would have been a bit more easy to take if we'd have had 20 chances and just hit the post crossbar and everything but the back of the net and we'd have gone jesus christ well how's your look so i've had to nick one typical leicester we'd have had more of a tainted rant towards it it's the performance and they're allowed to moan at it but like you say you know they're gonna go in the change rooms that why aren't they going in change rooms and looking at the manager going you can hear the reaction it's not it's very direct to who it is because they say it's, they want Rodgers out because we're not agreeing with the style of the playing. You're not changing the style of the playing, and you're dra- and he is essentially get telling you to go out there and play in a way that we cannot do, and it's going to get us relegated. Something the fans are basically saying something's changed, and the obvious change you make in this situation is the manager's got to go. So fans yeah, we, have a right to voice that when yeah. that final full time whistle's blown. Okay, we've got twelve games to go.
1: Okay, we were. The behaviour was the same at Brighton. Which game was that? Twenty games ago, fifteen games ago, nothing's changed. And that was probably. I will say it was worse at Brighton. And maybe
2: if it, it had changed, we then, then wouldn't be in it. this situation. No, but it didn't that's change. That's because we've got a stubborn manager.
1: We were not affected. A change. I want to ask you, you this, though, Dave.
2: And I, and I agree. I agree one hundred percent with what Brad just said. Totally. Those play. Those fans. Okay, I think it's a maximum of 30 quid, right? The, uh-huh. is, that, is that how much they, the maximum they can charge for an away ticket in the Premier League? I think it's capped to capped. a certain size. Yeah, it is
0: capped at 30.
2: Yeah, so you've got 30 quid. You've got your, For you, you, well, everybody, because it's an away game, you've got your travelling, you've got your food, whatever. so it, it's probably you're looking a good re- round. If there's two of you going 100 quid, 60 minutes in. Now, they have put up with dross. Okay, maybe not for the full 60 minutes, because the first... 10 minutes we actually turned up. But they put up with that for 60 minutes. They've let it go up until the 60th minute. Surely they've got the right... I mean, if you go to a London theatre show and the players come out, the players, you know, the the artists come out and they keep forgetting the lines. At the end, you'd be saying, I want my money back.
1: Yeah, but it's not going to help us. I mean, I've... You know, I, I, I'm not defending the players. I'm not defending the manager. I'm just saying we've got 12 games to get out of this rubbish, and when it's not going to help by that toxic atmosphere that was there on on Saturday. I, I mean, I was as pissed off and as mad as anybody. But there's a guy next to me, and his language was disgusting. There were kids around. He was foaming at the mouth. He was—if he could have got on the pitch, he would have hurt somebody and the players see this and these are our own players you know and yeah they're not good enough and they're not playing good enough but what do you do you drop them and you pick somebody else but we've got to support I, I, the club. I accept that it's not going to help it's not going to I, keep us up
2: i accept that the language is bad and as i, I started Less little i die as a facebook group and i tried to ban you know, bad language in the group because of kids, you know,
1: technically 13
2: plus. But somebody said, look, it's a football group. They're going to hear worse than that down the, you know, King Power. And I think that's actually a fair point. That said, if you're going on and on and on like that, let's be honest with you, the F word is now, well, how many times have we all used it tonight? Well, it was
1: worse than that, Chris, and it was
2: just... Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So the F word is becoming the norm. Years ago... The F word was, ooh, now it's the C word. I think yeah. in another five years, the C word might just be part of everyday yeah, language. So it is, that is over the top. But booing the players and told you, welcome along, good evening, sir. He he agrees with you. But I'm sorry, if these players, with um, the demoralise them, they'll then go and get in your... Into your you know nice hundred thousand pound car and drive off and decide how to spend mm. your seventy thousand pound a week wages and maybe go and speak to your you know five thousand pound a week therapist. Um well I'm telling you what, while you're at it, go and have a swim in the bloody sea grave swimming pool and have a game of golf while you're at it. I mean, I'm sorry, you go and do your job. You do your job to the best of your ability. It's like, you know, when I when I was Doing sales if i had a bad day and my boss came up to me and said what the book are you doing i didn't go and cry and say oh god he's picking on me no don't. sorry well, footballers pansies or what
1: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course they are
2: fans have got a right fans have got the right to boot. Yeah, we
1: have yes we have but all i'm saying is it didn't help on saturday and it won't help next saturday it, it won't because Yes, they are pansies. Yes, they are pathetic. Yes, they are pampered, and they're not like players in the '70s, '60s, and '70s, you know. But unfortunately, there are players, and if we don't get behind them, I don't know why some of these guys go to away games. To be honest, because you know they're no, angry they're from not the start. The their team wow. decent football and win. Yeah, but they're angry from the start, mate. You know, I mean, it it's was obviously just... the lineup. Well, maybe, but then at least the Marty weren't playing.
2: Um, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, can I think... say, one hour, nine minutes, and forty-three <laughs> seconds before we had the A-word. But <laughs> <laughs> right, let me ask you: Right, if you if you go to if you went to the KP this weekend against Chelsea, and you started cheering and getting behind the lads, do you think we'd beat Chelsea?
0: It causes great momentum, but you need a reason to cheer. And that's what you, that's what you give, what you take, and or you give what you get, I suppose, in a way. So if you give, if them players go out there and give their all, I mean, you're not going to please everybody with any style of football. We know that there's going to be some people that think that this can work and this should be a way to go because it's defensive, it's a bit shored up. We just need to work better. And then there's going to be people that are like us that will go, yeah, but we know our expansive football. We've seen what it does. We've already seen it happen this season with the Villa game and Tottenham game, so we know what we're capable of if you give us that Rogers right and the players who do give 100 percent every game it's just they're not able to perform to their best ability because they're not playing to the, their strengths right when that happens and we cheer them damn right they take the momentum with them because when we did it against Tottenham nobody I, I almost thought they scored I forgot Tottenham were playing at some points in that game. It was wonderful. It was a delight to watch. And I cheered them and we cheered them. We had a right knees up on air, you know, without the alcohol involved. I don't know what you was drinking, but I, I was on a non-alcoholic beverage. But we loved not, it, I'm didn't really we? Yeah, yeah. We loved that, didn't we? And, and until the incidents in the United game away, until that silly deflating moment where we get the ball away and we went one-nil down, we were reasonably happy with the first forty-five minutes in the sense that we were nil-nil and had a chance to. To nick something here in the second half, so we were one nil, we had a chance. It's when we see the negative football that makes us think they're just as afraid as we are. And as a club and as a football team, you go out there to show that you're not afraid of the opposition because everybody picks up on it. They pick up on everything in, in the football stadium, players and fans. Then players know that the fans are frustrated with the slow game, but they can't change that until the manager tells them. They know where the frustrations are like. It's not personal. Anyone that gets personal towards a single individual player in blaming them and gets nasty, no, no, don't tolerate it, don't like it.
1: Well,
0: yeah, I mean, you should get sentenced for that. That's a form of abuse here, Dave. I'm just I'd saying it. I'm it. Like just saying as it. it is. It is. I'm not calling you out or anything, but there's your criminal. Um but no, you know what I mean? Don't get too personal, don't get thing with it, but you're allowed to show you this pleasure and sometimes you need it. Sometimes there's play, you you need it. We're praying as fans that we, we that that Brendan hears it enough and goes, message received, you know, finally I'll do something about it. That's the problem, isn't it? And that, that, that's 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 all we can do as fans, It's all we do as fans as well.
2: I mean, I mean, a season ticket, Dave, costs more, probably, than your annual holiday. Now, if your annual holiday, if you went on it, the hotel wasn't built, or there was Not building work outside, you'd be
1: complaining.
2: Not so much, outside, Not so much at concerned. my age, but, yeah. Well, you go on cruises and
1: what have you say, Bob. Man, no, no I've seen you on the ticket list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but if you have a season ticket... Yeah. It costs more
1: it's a commitment than, than a holiday. That's all we want from the players, a commitment. And we're not we're not getting it from people. But can we really say that they're not committed or are they just incompetent or is the management team incompetent? I mean, I...
2: Look at it this way, though. Were they booing the players? And yes, they probably well, were. at the end, but, yes. But is it not booing in general the club for the way it is at the moment i mean you know they were being searched and, and banners were being taken off them in case they dare to criticize the manager of the club i mean how yeah. paranoid is that of the club um yeah
1: I, I think that um i was more surprised i mean i i've changed my view over the weekend because i, I think i put it on facebook that i've heard so many different views about the game that i wonder sometimes if i was watching the same one but i, I think um the, uh, i forgot what the hell i was going to say now obviously not thinking that comes at old age mate it's bloody right it does <laughs>
2: but,
1: i mean some some of the fans were saying well we didn't play that bad we just missed the chances and if we'd have took the chance, and i think this is where madison's coming from if We'd have took the chances two or three of which were pretty simple, we'd have won. But... If,
2: when a maybe.
1: I still don't think we played that well. We made four or five chances, and that was it. And then played back and forward, across the back line, and negative, and we're too scared to go forward. Like We used to... First ball straight through Vardy, bang. I haven't seen them play through ball for Vardy, since yeah. I know he's not had much pitch time. I, I still say,
2: it? Brad, you'll agree with me on this, when... But um, Rogers came in. He said he wanted to get us back to attacking football, and he did. Um, but now it's worse than prowl I got, I said the other day I would have prowl back now tomorrow because. God, no. Well, were, were we, were we, were we you never got this did We yeah. when prowl was in charge. Oh, he didn't have time, did he? Well, he, had a, he had a fair bit of time.
1: I think Southampton exactly. fans would agree with it as well that he, he wasn't a good buy. But I, I don't know, what I, I honestly don't know what the problem is. We've got the players, you can't say not good enough, they are. Um, we've got three brilliant new additions, and yet, you know...
2: One of which is now cut out for a month.
1: Yeah, and... Um,
2: but Brad, I wanted to bring Brad in. Brad, your thoughts on Pro?
0: Look, let's not go down that dark alley again. It's a horrible place to go. Um, but we
2: weren't, this, we weren't bad.
0: this bad. No, we were worse, mate. No,
2: we weren't.
0: Yeah, we really were. I think you forget just how bad we were. We, under if we, if we were, we ever we were really bad. Under 12? Were we, we were
2: never re- 17th, 17th under Wow.
0: We were worse than how we've been in this part. Look, you, know. you think, yeah, no, we did. Man, we had a we we actually had a stronger availability of players back then. We had the likes of Vicente Boria, a serial European winner. We we had in the second half of the season. We then had silver we had some quality in that team that should have been performing a hell of a lot better than it was. It was still bad football, regardless of where we were in the league. The league was just in a different state back then. We were terrible under Powell, But, and there is a shining light to my insult and dragging down the Powell here, because it goes for Brendan as well. Right now, we are awful under Brendan. We've, we are... Getting close to the to the poor thing, I will give you that. It is scary how close we are to it, but we are not quite just yet as bad as that. Because at least Roger's has shown that he knows how to switch the attack button on. He just doesn't. <laughs> he does. He has though. actually he has. He has. You have to admit he has found it. So maybe accidentally lent on it, and he doesn't realize. It. Maybe he sneezed too hard. But by he's hook or by crook. I
2: need to do something.
0: Four you one me, up against know. four one up against Spurs. Four two up against Aston Villa. Ooh, twice, twice this season. Yeah, I know. I didn't say it was a lot, did I? I just said he's done it. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> four nil. Forest. Yeah, four nil. Forest though. So back at you on that one.
2: No, no, It, it, um, it
0: has been found. It has been found at times.
2: This, this sort of, oh, we beat Forest four 0 and we, we beat these then, and what have you. In that, when we have not kept a clean sheet since before the World Cup, right? Suddenly, oh, we were great before the World Cup because we kept clean sheets and we kept winning and we won quite a few games on the trot. There were bottom-half teams. The high, Apart from Spurs, the highest-placed team we have beaten is Aston Villa, and that's 11th.
0: Yeah, which is still like six places higher than us. So just count our chickens or a no, you know to that chickens over picket woods. Get no, there. That, so
2: that's the standard we're at now, is it? Uh,
0: no, no, it's, it's not. I, look, oh, yeah, but the solution, oh, the solutions in it, it, right in front of him. It's the way he started Leicester. I am going to, however, make a very valid point. After all that negativity, I'm just slated towards the defensive, slow build-up player, both Powell and Rogers. Right, I am going to make a booked point to that. I do understand the the sort of I sort of understand the logic between both of them being so stubborn with it when they've activated defense mode which is what they both did in their times at Leicester um, and that was and that is purely because a good team runs off one plan we know Leicester Counter, spring, hit you on the attack. We'll outn- we'll flood that midfield and outnumber you. So we'll have four, or five in attack, and you won't even have your centre backs ready before we've got to the edge of your box, and we're gonna, we're gonna score. Right, that's how Leicester played. Well, that's what got them European footballs, what won as a league. We know what Leicester can do. What great teams go on to do, and that's the advancement stage that a certain Tottenham Hotspur are considerably struggling with, despite making at least one Champions League final. They still have less trophies than us in the Premier League era, so there is that. Um, but it's that transition side to become a great side. You need to have two modes of transport. You need to be able to transition from the opposition and this is where Rogers is getting it wrong because everybody was like, This is the perfect game. Rogers, you are away from home. You saw it when you did it against Blackburn in that drop of an FA Cup game. You went on that switch, and suddenly we were all over him like a rash. We had a goal out of nowhere, and suddenly we were kidding ourselves. We were going to take this to extra time and penalties with a late goal. Never materialized. And then obviously that switch must have got sat on again and turned it off because if he does that against Southampton we probably do win that game. And that's where it's just going wrong, really, right now. We need a manager that can activate a plan two and get it right for Leicester because that's the one thing those fans also moan about. We don't have a plan B. We, we just use a plan A, a and to it. Well, no, we don't even have that at the moment, granted. But, you, yeah, the point is still there. You know what I mean? I, I'll I'll
2: still still go back. Sorry, Dave. I will still go back to the point that I am not saying that Claude Prel was our best ever manager, he only had a 34.3% win rate, 67 games he had with us, so it's well over a season, season oh. and a half there, um, like I say, I'm not saying, he came in and he saved us from relegation, Brendan Rogers came in, I want to get this exciting football back, where the fuck is it, he's hiding somewhere, because we're playing, and I still say this, I'm not saying that... Prel was, was the greatest manager. What I'm saying is it is as bad now as it was under Powell. Powell at least got us to beat Man City. Would this team beat Man City under this manager? Not in a million years.
0: They did though, didn't they? 5-2. When was that? When was that? The Covid season, so it doesn't matter what you oh, want whoa, to think whoa,
2: about whoa, it. Whoa, season, okay, so,
0: okay, I'll backfire it you then. Powell got us ripped to shreds. What was it, 5-0? By Man City got us ripped to shreds every time we print was playing public one. So Rogers has the same Man success is, rate against Man City. The, Man City um, is, I'm
2: still saying this is no better than that. This isn't wor- this isn't better. It is it is it is, the, it is it is worse because no matter how bad we were playing under Poel, we were not in this relegation position. He got us out of a relegation position. Rogers and then
0: and, and then we were sending us straight back down to that position. I, think we're
2: I entering,
0: 12. Right, probably re-
2: went because of the high expectations we'd had with the Premier League, etc. Um you, we were I think we were in eighth position when we got rid of him. So we were no we, were, we, never well, we never went bottom under him. Pretty, pretty
0: sure down. we were down at 14th and Rogers came in and rescued the season up to eight.
2: I, I read somewhere eight. So I mean, maybe he did. Maybe I'm just remembering. You, you probably could, possibly, you could be right. What I'm saying is we've never been bottom under 12. What I'm saying is we but, are no better now. Are we? Are we going? I, I
0: will admit. I will. I will yeah. Okay. I get you more now. The period we're in right now was no better. In terms of level of management, there, there's no argument. He's won us trophies and taken to York. You can't argue with it. No matter what you think of where it's gone. But in on, on the period, yeah, now it makes painful sense. It may, makes more painful sense what what it is you're, yeah. you, the point you're making, not as a, a whole, but in, that, in the period we're going I'm through will right
2: Rogers. now for
0: everything you <laughs> has done for us. Yeah. yeah, but maybe <laughs> we're seeing what where Powell would have taken us by playing this way. Because that's where it was heading, if you think about it. We've just allowed someone a longer chance to correct it and prove Powell wrong. And really, all it's doing is, hey, he's copying Powell's book and look how it's working out for us in the long mm-hmm. run. Not well. So you could argue that. Ter- Terry,
2: I think, is agreeing with me there. Uh, Dave, let me ask
1: yeah, you this. make then? a point. Just say something. Yeah, of course we, we see glimpses of brilliance in games when the quick one two passing goes on when we're going forward. We haven't seen it so much lately, but when we see that, it's brilliant. But then we go back to playing across the back four and negative back passing, and we don't do it often enough. Now, is that the manager or is that the players being nervous? Because that's the question.
2: Can't just say, when did you see us? Passing and
1: going forward. Well, we do, <laughs> yeah. When Barnes gets one twos going, when he does, um Madison and Vardy, if they ever play together again, it's great having those um, moments
2: of brilliance. If you've got an end yeah. product,
1: that's what I'm saying. But um, we have had because we scored four, four, four. You know, mm.
2: but Terry, I, I do like you. Not very often. Like
1: you. Not um, very often. That's the problem.
2: No, but this is the problem. Not very often. Every team yeah. that gets relegated wins one game. I know Derby pretty much better. took it to the edge and nearly we did We are
1: better than but where we are.
2: Let me and ask, this, let me
1: ask. Sorry? I said we are better than where we are, but whose problem is it that we're where we are? And uh, You're right, it's the manager. He's the manager, the He's the manager. I'm not with disagreeing manager. with it. I'm just saying we're not helping as fans if we're going to start slagging them off all the time. Um, no, I, just,
2: I just think they need to they know have... how us fans feel. If we don't yeah. do that, then they won't. They'll think, oh, the fans are happy with this. You should then send a
1: to... copy of this tonight.
2: Well, you know they're not going to, though, aren't you? That's the thing, because yeah. they don't want to hear the truth. And not does this channel, any team's channel, you know, any fan channel from any team. They don't want to hear what's being said by the fans. Oh yes, they'll maybe have these fan committees. I mean, Dan at Burnley, he's and he's, um, congratulations to him. He's on a new fan committee. Where he goes and meets Alan Pace once a month. But I'm sure he's not going to sit there and really lay into him because he's not happy. No. You know, and no disrespect to Dan, but we don't because, oh, we're with Alan Pace or, you know, ooh, we're with Top. But let me ask you this, Dave. hmm Are managers not judged on what – or everybody should be judged on what they are doing now? hmm You know, if funding looks at my CV, if I, can take, if I take them back eight years, I was salesperson of the year great. Now, I'm not working. What are they going to look at? You know, Brendan Gray as Ranieri. You cannot tell me that Ranieri didn't have to be sacked when he was sacked. No,
1: no. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you Chris about him. No, I I told I'm just you... asking you the question yeah. though. Yeah, so should... okay. And we Tricky weren't as bad as sacked. this yeah.
2: under Ranieri either.
1: No, No, I, I said to you, I think it was not long after Christmas he had to go. Mm. Uh, and I've not changed my view on that but i just think if we want to get ourselves out of this hole we perhaps need to bite the bullet and just you know give it a do go. you think
2: do you think the fans every time that we you know we kick off they're not booing from the first minute no, do you no not, they, they they don't want, want to get behind the team but yeah, the point they've yeah. got to they've got to have something to get behind
1: yeah, they have, and I just th- but I just think of teams that have had support all the way through and actually come up and got a last-minute winner, or you know, it just might that head just might have gone in if we'd have been not giving it all that crap. I don't know, but I'm you, know, back you back. don't know, Chris. That's we point. agree
2: to disagree on that one. Yeah, so okay, I don't think it's so you know. whether I'm booing that Inacho's headers just some suddenly go in. Well, no,
1: but I, I don't. Think he, well, with the actual maybe because he lacks confidence. He, he was
2: such well, anybody there, James Madison. If I if I boo him, you I know,
1: don't know, mate. I'm just saying it's not helping, that's my view. But, um, no, no, I'm
2: not, I'm not saying your view isn't right or not. Well, I'm just, I'm just obviously for the point of discussion, yeah. putting the other side across. What was you know, your question? you know, you're wrong, but that, that's just the type of point. No, what I just what was your question. <laughs> Sorry? What was your question? (laughs) (laughs) What have we been doing for the last five to seven years? Why are we in this situation? Ah, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. And and my point is that how many managers, when they're talked to, say, well, it's a results business. That is a standard phrase that they use. It's a results business. Well, Brendan, I'm sorry if it is. Just pack up and leave. Don't make us pay you off do the right thing I do question whether with just 12 games to go it's there's the there's a manager out there that could actually make a difference I mean Sean Dyche at Everton I thought Christ that's that's put us in a few problems but it's not has it no they're, they're, no. they're still bad still got them to go down
2: I think so Brad um somebody I was listening to I was listening to it on Talk Sport and the I think it was probably Simon Jordan or, or one of those said a manager will never walk because he's not going to get a pay packet. But if he's sacked, he gets a wage that probably means to you you and me would never have to work again.
0: Yeah, and then you argue who who wants the words sacked on the CV because that's what every club's going to look at. Does it matter... It
2: matter?
0: Like... Sorry, what was that?
2: Does it matter these days how many sacks have Manu got on his TV?
0: But if he's out of work, they'll be queuing up for him. Well, some, some, some owners are a little bit bizarre and a little bit not in touch with the sport entirely. That doesn't help the situation. There's some very... I would, I I would, I would like to even say that the owners that come in and know nothing about the sport at least have the greatest of intentions, the sort of right idea. But Chelsea have proven that's not the case. Um, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you just have people that do things because that's what they know. They they go, oh, okay, it's not working. You're fired. It's not working. You're fired. Watford, you're fired. Watford, you're fired. I mean, sorry, I said the wrong word. But but when it happens, that's that's again, that's that's just the person down to the personality. Um, it's it's just not a nice thing to just just be looking at and talking about, isn't isn't it really? Because it's a club that you look at, and you would think that we could get most managers to, to agree to want to to come here, um, but. The prospect is when you're down to 12 games, we've said it before, sometimes the triggers pull too late. I mean, I'm not saying that some manager couldn't get better at this team because I don't think it's that difficult to fix it. Just keep that tempo that you play against when you play against these these must-win games when your art's going and, and all of a sudden we are going thrash aside side and score four goals like we do when, when the rare occasion he wants to play that way. Because um, if you get it wrong... You do become a Watford, don't you? And it, technically, our owners have already done that. We've kind of forget how their first, the, the start of their reign went. They were sucking and getting back with back back in bed with the ex Nigel Pearson more times we all care to remember. At some point, weren't they? So they they've been scolded by it as well. So I think you've got to take that on board when we think about why maybe no immediate actions happen, despite maybe the fact that it really should with the decline in form and and failures on the pitch.
2: Uh, would you not agree, though, um, Dave, no manager's going to walk? No manager worth his salt is going to... I wouldn't. And I, if I was in that position and you said, right, you, you walk, I can walk away, but you know what? I'm not going to get any money. But I tell you what, sack me, because you can pay me off £5 million and I don't have to get another job. And we looked at the, 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 the think, oh, Brad. Oh, we looked at how many managers were out of work. Most of them. Put, why isn't Pottuccino? He will have had loads of offers. Why isn't he taking those offers? Because he's got enough money to say, well, I'm going to wait for the job I want, which is within his right. But you sack a manager. How many managers, once you get past maybe Jurgen Klopp and once you get past um, Pep Guardiola, how many managers in the Premier League have not been sacked at some point in their life? Well, Did, you, you not sacked Brendan Rodgers. It didn't stop us running after him. No, you,
1: you... Well you won't believe me, but I'd walk.
2: <laughs> I'd you are too,
1: sorry. I'd walk. I'd be too proud to stick out waiting for the sack. I'd know if I was doing badly or not.
2: Unfortunately but there is,
1: Rogers a- is a bit arrogant and hmm. a bit arrogant. Um I'd say proud, but that's a that's a nice thing to be. Um but no I'm too, not saying
2: But Rogers, but any man what, have you ever like, known a manager walk?
1: Uh not many. Not many, no. Um, Not unless they're in the job line. But but I just think professional pride should tell him that, you know, I mean, somebody's just mentioned earlier, a comment, wasn't there, but to come out with those comments that he did after the game, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. And it's very rare that I look and say, well, that's it, Terry's comments. Um Got no. If we play like that for the rest of the season, we'll be all right. No, we won't. We're going to go down if we play like that for the rest of the season. But but he's a professional manager. That's a great um coach, apparently, according to Gerard. <laughs> um,
2: do not get me started on the amazing <laughs> coach that, that gets um, outfought by Arteta in his first manager's yeah, job. Exactly. It's so, so by what, championship so, manager. Gets out. So what do by, I know?
1: Yeah but uh, he should well, know more than I even do. Even
2: a manager
1: well precisely so who can't see that mm. top um, susan you know who can't see it because we've too it.
2: distracted with king power and covid do you think
1: i think tops distracted by the fact that we have finished fifth in two seasons won the fa cup and he's loyal i don't think it's anything to do with the money I think they've got more money than they want know what to do with anyway. But I I know there's been a crisis, but I I still think they've got loads of money. I think he's loyal. Uh, Where his dad, I think, I assume, was a more of a businessman. I said, look, I don't care who you are. If you're not doing the job, you're out, Claudio. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, I
1: think Top would have kept Claudio for another year or two.
2: Mm, Interesting, Brad. We'll round it off with this because everybody I somebody shot me down the other day and said, Well look, okay, if you want to sack Rogers, and let's be honest with you, if we sack Rogers, the chances are everybody would go, because virtually everybody's his team. You know, normally you say, Oh, we'll keep the assistant manager on, but he's part of uh his team. And we did go through a list of play of uh, managers that were available. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you, you've got, you know, um, the guy from uh, Southampton who, who came from Luton. You've got Gerard, You've got Lampard. <laughs> you've got all your. I'm on
0: friends. mute and just tell you to back <laughs> off and stop naming these arseholes.
2: Jesse yes, he March, right, he's available. But look, but look right, piss off, aside, piss
0: off now,
2: piss off. All joking aside, do not ask who is out there that is any better. Ask who is out there that is any worse.
0: Uh, right. It's, it's a far longer list, I can tell you that much. Right now with the way he's got Leicester playing, And and the annoying thing is, right, again with with how football is, there's always a little niggly argument when, when you're the top dog and you've got to come up with the reasons. And I say top dog loosely with with Brendan being just the fact that he's a manager and that's his title. Because he will, he will say, and look at him and go, well, look, if Ian Achro scores them two chances and Harvey Barnesbury is, and we're three the up, it's a different game. And if we play like that, we'll be safe. And to a degree, he's right. If he uses the context right, he could get away with going, well, yeah, obviously if we played like that, but we didn't for ninety minutes, and, yeah, and then the fans would moan a different way about why we lost to Southampton, bottom of the league, who couldn't beat anybody with a. Well couldn't be anyone unless the names are playing blue apparently with Chelsea and Leicester. but um it is one of them it's 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 not so much anymore about you know who's who who would we'll be getting it's more about who's worse so are the options that are for available um you know who's out there that's, that, that would come in and do no no worse than what he's doing. Um, the only issue to kind of backlash and counteract that is who could you bring in now, or who would not be wanting to come in now, but who would say if you're in the premiership next season, I'm available? Because that old prem power button gets played here, and I'd say yes, it's very, very unlikely, even if Leicester are in the premiership next season, that someone like Pochettino or as you said, um, Tuchel, that was it, I forgot his name. Now, when we discussed it, Chris, then managers won't be interested in Leicester right now. But if you spoke to one of them and said, look, we're going to give Brendan the old heave at the season, regardless of whether he keeps us or not. You keep it in the horse horse, what will it take to get you to come and manage Leicester next season and get us back on track to where we want to be? And he's gone A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and how many letters he wants to use, to he's reasoning why, and they go... I won't come now, but if you're in the premiership next season, I'll take the job. It's a whole compromise thing, isn't it? You don't know what could convince someone because a Premier League job is a Premier League job. And, like and we I are said, a bit of a hot commodity.
2: I what I said to you at the time was look at Burnley. I mean, they got rid of um uh Sean dyche they put Ben Mee in charge, who was the captain, and he um he did. Uh, he, he he started to win. No, he didn't keep them up, obviously. But I just think if you what what they've got to look at is how much money we are going to lose if we get relegated, because we ain't going to come straight back up like Burnley are. Against how much it would cost to pay somebody to get them in just to keep us up. I say this is your job for the you know until the end of the season. Well, I was looking for a better job. We'll give you X amount of money. Oh okay we'll give you a bonus if you stay up oh right the money speaks money speaks but you're quite right you know a lot of money's not going to want to come on a short-term deal and it's quite interesting because i was watching a couple of uh west ham shows over the weekend and uh jake who we know um uh from uh west ham unofficial he 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 just he I think he would he's only 15 and he can't drive, but he'd drive down there and get Moyes out, I tell you. As would Forge from Iron, um, Rob. Uh, and it's nice to have Rob back, by the way. He did, he was off for a bit with his back now. Uh he absolutely was destroying Moyes the other night. And do you know what? The funny thing is, I offered them Brendan and they said they would take him. I mean, that's how desperate they are. Um sometimes it is sometimes it is just that that new face coming in. But look, whatever happens, however long we sit here and talk about it, we know we're gonna, you know, what what will be will be. I wanna I wanna end now with this last point for if there's only one person can answer this question. Um and I'm not gonna be I don't think I am sort of in the right place to answer this question. Oh, there's somebody here that can just answer this question. It's like a specialist topic on um, on Mastermind. A question from Dynamite here. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, it's all yours, it's all
0: mate. Yours, mate. <laughs> uh, go for it. Go for it.
2: Go for it. Uh, this is a bit worrying.
1: <laughs> yes, my name is Eeko Pico. Uh, that's what I think of a Marty.
2: Is he available to manage Leicester? By any chance? Well, actually, <laughs> I think so. Just I'm presuming gonna, it's a he. <laughs> well, uh,
1: who knows? It's hard to tell, really. Uh, it's hard say. <laughs> Ipsy Tipsy, or whatever her name is. <laughs>
2: All I will say is, all I will say is, Dave, them blow up dolls have changed my time. <laughs> a lot less harsh nowadays. <laughs> on that note, I think we best leave it. Yeah, Dave, good to see you, boys. I will have you back, or not, we will have you back on Wednesday for the. Um, oh, yeah.
1: yeah, looking forward show. to
2: that. Uh, we'll yeah. be doing um, a. Play playoff years special, so we're looking back at all the playoff, good and bad and ugly that yeah. there was, and obviously the amazing goalkeeping efforts of one, <laughs> you know, Zelko Kalach in there. Um Brad we can find you on in the meantime doing your old prog rocks, uh, sorryhillsradio.co.uk.
1: Yeah, you can catch it on Mixcloud. Um, we had a bit of issue with the timing of the loading up. We're in the hands, as you know, Chris, of other people uh, that try and put these shows on. And unfortunately, the company that do it, it SoundCloud or somebody, no, not SoundCloud. Anyway, they uh, they got about 30 seconds out. So a bit of silence, but don't worry about that. It will be wonderful. Great music.
2: But radio silence is okay for a few minutes. It's when it, it's when they make it about an hour on your show, isn't it, Dave?
1: That's, <laughs> always, a, that's always a bit of a problem, yeah. i get more yeah. viewers, listeners that way.
2: <laughs> Nine <laughs> o'clock Wednesday. Dave and me yeah. looking back at the playoff years. Thanks very much, mate. I will see it's you then. Fun.
0: Good to see you, Brad. Yeah, you too, mate. Take care. <laughs>
2: Thanks a lot to Dave. No, oh, God, his name, i did not get his name wrong once tonight. Once tonight. He's back he's on back you, he's back on Facebook as Dave. This is why they've let him out of Facebook jail. <laughs> I got a message off Dave, and I'm thinking, who the hell is that? Because <laughs> I'm not used to him being Dave. I'll, I'll I'll give him four. I'll give him what four weeks, and he'll be banned again. I know what he's like. Um, Brad, we can find you on Top Ten Battles.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can. That's my YouTube channel, Top 10 Battles. Um, so, if you like football top tens and you like football quizzes, go over and uh, help support the channel. Uh, it'd be great if you come and join in on the regular show. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Full Time Focus, but make sure that while you're here, you do the good self and hit subscribe and, and smash like on this video first. Yeah, it's been good having been on.
2: Brilliant, mate. Stay on, because we'll have a chat afterwards.
0: Yeah, no worries.
2: Mate, cheers. Thanks to, uh, to Mr. Echo there, and his bet Gecko. I've done that joke too many times. Uh, interesting show today. Thank you very much. Good luck, lad. Thank you very much. Told you. Uh, Terry, <laughs> we can have him for half that. can not do any worse, Terry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 10-foot calat. Guys... Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed the show, brilliant. Why not share it? Tell other Leicester fans about it. And of course, we don't just do Leicester comment content. And of course, we also now do formula one, just short of 500 views for the watch along on Sunday. Well, happy with that. Um, Chris, I just joined your Leicester. Oh, Ant- Anthony's on Anthony has joined. Fa- yet. Yeah, I'll go on and accept it. Uh, when I finished here tonight, mate, thank you very, very much. Uh, yeah, we did, what I say, Formula One. Nearly 500 views for the watch-along. It was fun. I enjoyed it. So we're going to do another one in two weeks on the Sunday. And we will be doing them on Sundays. It will take us through the summer as well when there's no football. But when we're not playing a game at the weekend on the Sunday, we'll be doing that watch-along. So thank you to everybody who supported that. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> Nate's just saying there, uh, how was the F1? Uh, hey, better than, better than I thought, mate. Better than I thought. It was a good... We all knew who was going to win it, uh, but the battle for, uh, for third, come on, Alonso, Aston Martin. Uh, I do like a bit of Aston Martin. Um, we're going to be back on Wednesday. My sister's coming down to see me tomorrow, so looking forward to that. We'll be back on Wednesday with the um, memory show, like I just said, with uh, our friend Dave. Uh, be sure to check out Story Hills Radio if you're into your prog rock. He does a really good show on there. And be sure to check out Top 10 Battles, which is Brad's take on football. It's, it's different. It's great. It, it, it's quizzes. It's I'm doing less quizzes now, so I think Brad could be doing more quizzes on his. So go over there and check it out. Subscribe to this channel if you haven't. Smash the likes. And please, $1.99 a month, it will help the channel. So become a member. Uh, join us. You get special um, discounts on merchandise. You um, special groups. It's loads of extras you get by one for just $1.99 a month. $1.99 a month. And um, we will see you soon. Um, well, see you soon. See you on Wednesday. Thank you very much to everybody that's been in the chat. And of course, as always, don't forget TikTok. We are now on TikTok. Um, I've uploaded about 20 videos today. So there's a lot to catch up on. Go over there and follow me at LTID TV. Uh, it all leaves me to say. All I can say is, here's army.
0: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport
2: Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, folks. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? I participate in restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com Planning for your next trip?